It's Scott with the Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5 this morning. 63 degrees here in Eau Claire. It's time to roll. We've got plenty of chores to do this morning. Oh, and that heat and humidity is moving past us finally, and it's uh, looking like a nice week coming up here. Temperature-wise, we'll be telling you all about it on this morning's Wax 104.5 and Midwest Farm Report. Again, a lot of work to do. Let's get up and roll. Daylight in the Swamp. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It is 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The U.S. is on pace to exceed 150,000 coronavirus deaths by the end of the week. More than 146,000 Americans have died from the respiratory illness since the pandemic began. The last few days, the U.S. has seen around 1,000 deaths per day. Researchers say there could be 175,000 deaths by mid-August and 200,000 by November. The U.S. has recorded more than 4.2 million confirmed cases of the virus. Joe Biden is leading President Trump in three key states. Dean Mucho reports. New CNN SSRS polls show the former vice president with leads in Florida, Arizona, and Michigan. Biden's lead is biggest in Michigan with 52% of voters breaking for him compared to Trump's 40%. In Florida and Arizona, Biden leads by single digits. Trump won all three states in 2016. Dean Mucho, NBC News Radio. Hurricane Douglas is moving by the Hawaiian Islands with wind and rain. The center of the storm is about 60 miles north of Honolulu, passing Oahu and Kauai overnight. Douglas is a Category 1 storm, packing winds of 85 miles an hour. The storm could produce high storm surge and heavy winds and rain. Authorities in Hawaii say people in the path of the storm should shelter in place. The late Congressman John Lewis is being celebrated for his fight for civil rights. At a vigil in Alabama, Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter Bernice King said that she hopes Lewis's legacy inspires a younger generation towards seeking social change through nonviolence. Sunday, Lewis's casket was carried over the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma. The Georgia congressman was among the protesters attacked by police during a voting rights march at the bridge on Bloody Sunday in 1965. Lewis will lie in state at the U.S. Capitol Monday and Tuesday before his body returns to Georgia later this week for a funeral. And the price of gold is at an all-time high because of rising diplomatic tensions between the U.S. and China. Gold rose past $1,920 a share earlier today, higher than the previous record set in 2011. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. R.J. Jarowski Construction of Whitehall has been literally and figuratively helping build area communities for nearly 50 years. And they're proud to work hand-in-hand with city and school leaders across Wisconsin to build a brighter future. City, educational, and medical leaders can rest assured their projects will be handled with the utmost care and professionalism with R.J. Jarowski Construction. Concrete and masonry construction, design build, construction management, and crane service. Learn more at rjjarowskiconstruction.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
63 degrees here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report as we get rolling out onto that barn alley with the morning chores. The chores are going to be a lot more comfortable than they have been the last couple of days. Let me tell you what. It was a beautiful starlit sky when I drove in this morning. And as I said, it's 63 degrees here right now. 72 in La Crosse. Marshfield's at 64. Green Bay has 73. Rice Lake has 59. Wausau is at 67. Madison, 73. And Milwaukee, 76. My beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 64 degrees there. As I said, a comfortable day coming. The high humidity is leaving, which has forecasters predicting a comfortable final week of July. Temperatures might be slightly below average with no rain in the forecast now for several days. Today we're looking at a high of 81 with a low of 57. Tuesday a high of 81 with a low of 59. And Wednesday a high of 82 with a low of 58. I actually look forward to getting going and getting outside with those chores today. If you're wondering what to do about doo-doo floating in your basement or yard, the first order of business is to discover the origin of the feces. And you can do that by contacting the professionals at Advanced Septic Installation. They'll give you the scoop on poop and take care of things with new septic systems, repairs, and excavating for residential and commercial projects. And they're also certified in real estate inspections. With over 30 years of experience, you can count on craptastic service. To learn more about what to do with number two, click Advanced Septic Installation. Cricket Wireless knows that dropping your phone can feel like dropping your best friend while an orchestra plays in time to your pain. Help! My phone! <gasps> oh, jeez! Did it break? Oh! <gasps> Don't be cracked. Not again. But when you switch to Cricket, you can get a free Nokia C2 Tava because dropping your phone is a terrible symphony of emotions. Smile. You're on Cricket. And September 17th. Plus, bring your number to Cricket on a $60 month voice plan. First month service charge and tax to its sale. These terms, other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five minutes past five here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Fed beef steers are at 92 to 101 and a half with mixed 85 to 91. Fed beef heifers 92 to 97 with mixed 85 to 91 and a half. Fed Holstein steers 85 to 94 with select and choice 70 to 84. Cows are at 43 to 87. Bulls 62 to 92. Butcher hogs are 20 and down. Sows 12 to 15. And boars 5 and down. Shorn and unshorn, why well, rather... New crop market lambs are at 125 to 148, and old crop market lambs are at 85 to 115. Feeder lambs are at 135 to $2 even. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August are at 102.32, that's up 47 cents. October 105.10 is up 50. December 109.32, up 30 cents, and February. 112.45 up, or rather down 35 cents. Feeder cattle for August are at 142.05. That's up a nickel, or up two cents rather. September 142.75, down 42. October 142.80, down 62. November 142.67, down 42. Lean hogs for August are at 54 even. That's down 47 cents. October. 
50-15, down 87. December, uh, 51-92, down 27. And February, 60 and 90 cents. That's up 12 cents. Uh, Look at the way the dairy markets ended. Cheese on Friday ended with barrels at 245. That was steady. 40-pound blocks were down four and a half at 254, and grade double A butter was up two and a quarter at 173. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Scammers are just as focused on the coronavirus as you are. They may contact you about a cure, even though none currently exists. They may request donations to a bogus charity to help the infected or pretend to be from a government agency to lure you in. If you are contacted by someone regarding the coronavirus and are unsure if it's a scam, call the AARP Fraud Watch Network helpline at 877-908-3360 or visit aarp.org slash fraudwatchnetwork. Paid for by AARP. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. A rather comfortable 63 degrees as we head up that barn alley this morning with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. As we know, the FFA state convention was held, and it was held only electronically. It was held virtually a couple of weeks ago. But that didn't stop Bob from finding the new FFA officers during the past week, and he tracked them down over at Marshfield at their get-together there, the new officer team, and he talked with them. We're going to be presenting a little bit with all of the area uh, sectional officers, sectional vice presidents, that is. And today we uh, have his visit with Section 1 Vice President Jackie Rosenbush. We have a new FFA officer team for 2020-2021 in Wisconsin. Leading Section 1 will be Jackie Rosenbush of the Spooner FFA. And Jackie, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's an incredible honor, and I'm just really proud to be where I am today. And it's an incredible honor, like I said before. With this pandemic we're going through, did it ever change your mind or made you think that I don't know if I want to get involved when the situation is like this or was it full speed ahead from start? Well, to be totally honest, um, Ms. Cheryl Zimmerman, our executive director, did talk to us about how things are going to look different and we are going to change, but that doesn't mean that we don't need leaders and we don't need strong individuals in the field, so it didn't really change my mind. It pushed me to go far, farther and longer. So what was it like, though, to prepare because we didn't have a face-to-face convention, you didn't have all the delegates from Section 1 to get ready for your interviews? You're totally right. Um, The preparation this year was a lot different. It was more individualized than it was in the past. It was more studying and preparing on your own and doing mock interviews than it was being able to um, interact with others. But we made it work. We kept pushing through. My advisor and I, Ms. Susie Olson-Rosenbush, worked very hard to get me ready for the interview process this year. And you had a little benefit, I guess, with your advisor, Susie Olson-Rosenbush, because that was mom. 
Yep, that's mom. It's an incredible honor to have such an incredible mother and incredible advisor in Spooner. And it just it makes me really happy to be able to do Spooner proud and to give my mom that satisfaction of all the hard work that she's gone through for the past decades. Jackie Rosenbush, our guest, the Section 1 officer for the Wisconsin FFA. Jackie, take us back to your years at Spooner High School. What are some of the things you got involved in with FFA in your years? So Spooner is a really interesting school. We had a pretty small chapter, but we were very, very active on the community level. We did a lot of community service activities like river cleanup and highway cleanup, but we also did a lot of LDEs and CDEs. So I participated in ag science, tri-county land judging, employment skills, discussion meet, creed, all of the above. I did what I could to make my resume the best it could possibly be. I also applied for my SAE in my proficiency area of sheep animal production and proficiency. Um, I was in entrepreneurship, and I was able to compete in a lot of different areas, and I was very successful in high school. And I've talked to lots of Section 1 FFA officers over the years. You're the first one I ever talked to from Spooner. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been a very, very long time. The last time Spooner had a state officer was in 1957 when Irvin Kramer served as a vice president. Like I said before, we don't have a tradition or a legacy. We're trying to start one, and this is where it starts. Well, tell us about your ambitions in a career after your year of service, because you've kind of already started it. Yeah, that's right. So this year I actually had completed my freshman year at the University of Wisconsin River Falls. I'm majoring in agricultural education like a lot of other FFA officers and FFA members. I would like to one day have my own FFA chapter and have my own students to come home to to teach. Well, Jackie, congratulations and good luck as you move through what is going to be another very interesting year for the Wisconsin FFA officer team. Thank you so much. This has been an incredible honor. Jackie Rosenbush from the Spooner FFA, our Section 1 Vice President of the 2020-2021 Officer Team here in Wisconsin. Thanks, Bob, for that visit, and thanks, of course, to Jackie Rosenbush from the Spooner FFA. Tomorrow we'll hear from Bob's visit with Ben Steyer, the Section 2 State Vice President from the Menominee FFA Chapter. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Hey, Couch Surfers, we've got nonstop tunes to keep you rocking while you work. Oh, and Colleen, yes, you Colleen with a K. Your free trial of Movie Plus ends tomorrow and your card may be charged. Do you want to continue or cancel? So meet Eno, the Capital One assistant. Eno looks out for surprise charges, like when free trials expire, and helps if you need to fix them. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Limitations apply. Hate paying too much for gas? Then you need Gas Buddy. Gas Buddy saves you up to 25 cents per gallon no matter where you fill up. Download the app or visit GasBuddy.com. Gas Buddy. Fuel better. Smith Funeral Chapel. Three generations of continuous care. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have a special dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, July 29th at 11 a.m. This auction features 70 Holstein fresh two- and three-year-olds from a 250-cow dairy farm in Michigan. Parlor-free stall, averaging 75-pound home-raised animals. The sale also has 20 top-end fancy Holstein cows from the Allen and Tammy Meverden 
Farm at Wittenberg. All are two and three year old, hand picked out of a 120 cow herd, parlor freestall, most milking 80 to 135 pounds. Besides the on site sale, Premier Livestock and Auctions is excited to work with Cattle USA to provide online bidding for buyers and sellers. Visit CattleUSA.com. For information about this and other sales, visit Premier Livestock and Auctions.com or call the barn at 715-229-2500. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a quarter past five as we continue up the alley with the morning chores at Wax 104.5. Scott with you. Let's have a glance at some of the farm news around the countryside. Well, stay-at-home orders and the economic downturn have been among reasons for reductions in the number of miles Americans have been traveling, and that's had an effect on the nation's ethanol industry. Renewable Fuels Association economist Scott Richmond said ethanol consumption for fuel from March to June was 1.3 billion gallons less than the average consumption for that period during the past three years. And that reduction has resulted in the reduction of corn needed to produce ethanol. That amount of corn used during the period was 467 million fewer bushels than the three-year average. Richmond said the low point in the fuel ethanol production and use was in April when it was 40% less than it was during April during the past few years. The ethanol industry's revenues have been reduced by more than $3.4 billion, and Richmond said he expects the losses to continue into 2021, even if the coronavirus pandemic doesn't intensify more and if government stay-at-home orders aren't reimposed. Wisconsin continues to be the national leader in mink pelt production. The U.S. Department of Agriculture said in a report last week that during 2019, Wisconsin farms produced just over a million pelts. That production was 1.1% increase from uh, 2018, but accounted for 38% of the pelts produced on U.S. farms. Utah's production was a distant second with 556,710 pelts produced there. The 2019 national production at 2.7 million pelts was 15% decreased compared with 2018. The national value of pelts produced during 2019 also was down at $59.2 million compared with $84.3 million in 2018. An average mink pelt was valued at $21.90 during 2019. That's compared with $26.60 during 2018. When there's an emergency, there's no safer place to be than our ER. If you're injured or having symptoms like chest pain, shortness of breath, or severe stomach discomfort, seek emergency care immediately. At Advent Health, we're taking extra precautions to continuously sanitize our facilities, isolate COVID patients, and keep you safe. We've never been more ready. To find a location closest to you, visit adventhealthER.com. 
R.J. Jarowski Construction of Whitehall has been literally and figuratively helping build area communities for nearly 50 years, and they're proud to work hand-in-hand with city and school leaders across Wisconsin to build a brighter future. City, educational, and medical leaders can rest assured their projects will be handled with the utmost care and professionalism with R.J. Jarowski Construction. Concrete and masonry construction, design build, construction management, and crane service. Learn more at rjjarowskiconstruction.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, unfortunately, we are still in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic, and there's no expiration date set yet. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley, and a lot of our farmers and ranchers out there whose operations have been directly hit by this pandemic can still apply for some assistance. For example, the USDA is giving some updates on their CFAP numbers, and Josh, you have a local update for that. Yes, I do. Caitlin, Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And that Coronavirus Food Assistance Program, or as it's more simply known, CFAP, has really been a lifeline for a lot of producers. This this isn't just something that is for looks. This is something that is making a real on-the-farm impact. And there are some serious dollars being doled out that are keeping farms afloat. I spoke with Sandy Chalmers. She is the state director of Wisconsin FSA. And she wants to remind producers that you still have until August 28th. So about five weeks to apply for CFAP, and she doesn't want to see that money left on the table. And I also asked her, I said, you know, how many producers are we seeing sign up for this program as we're about two months in? Well, when we look out across the nation, uh, FSA has paid out $6.2 billion to date, and we're about almost eight weeks into the sign-up. So that tells me that, that this assistance is moving out very, very quickly across the country. Uh, and so far, nationally, we've uh, had applications from 442,000 uh, producers. And when you break that down by commodity, it gives you a picture of um, where the, more specifically, the assistance is going. Um, looking at it by commodity, cattle, 2.7 billion, and second is milk at 1.2 billion, and then corn hogs, and soybeans. So those are the top five commodities for payment right now. Um, And then, of course, when we look at Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, Wisconsin FSA has paid out about $374 million to date, and we've had applications from 14,123 producers. Now, remember that $374 million, this is a factored payment. And because of the uncertainty out there about uh, who might uh, qualify or be eligible for this program, that initial payment is 80% of the total. Uh, And that was to make sure that everybody received a payment. And then a a decision will be made um, a little later in the sign-up, maybe towards the end of the sign-up period on that remaining 20%. And when we talk Wisconsin specifically, what's the number of applicants looking like and what are the payouts looking like? Well, Wisconsin's been in the top five states throughout the sign-up, and we were number two in the nation uh, for quite uh, a, a large percentage of the time, which again tells me that 
producers responded very quickly when the sign-up opened. And you think about the story in, in Wisconsin, what happened um, when we had those shock waves hit, um, when markets were disrupt disrupted. Um, we had tremendous response from our dairy producers in particular. So when you break down the numbers, break down that $374 million in Wisconsin, milk, it comes up at, at the top with $254 million, and Wisconsin leads the nation in dairy payments under the CFAT program. This program in particular seems like one that is really making a difference and really keeping some operations afloat. It's not just for show. Absolutely. And the response, again, uh, has been one of gratitude from producers, and they're, they're so uh, thankful that we've been able to get them this assistance quickly. Um, so I, I would agree with you. And just doing the quick math here on the dairy payments, uh, $254 million in Wisconsin, 5,300 applications. That comes up to about $50,000 on average for our dairy operations. So, yes, these payments are significant. Um, but the, the other side of this is that CFAP program looks at a window from January 15th to April 15th. And we know that there were significant losses out there across farm country after April 15th. So remember, this is a, a kind of an early window on the coronavirus impact. But even yet, um, this assistance, the payments are significant, and they're definitely softening the blow for our farmers. Sandy Chalmers, the director of the Wisconsin FSA office, is on the Midwest Farm Report right now. Sandy, in your position, you're seeing all these applications for CFAP roll in. Does it seem like it's been a steady flow, or are there weeks where you see a bunch and weeks where you see nothing? What are you noticing? The first couple of weeks were very, very intense, and we got uh, thousands of applications a day. And it's been slowing down here a little bit over the last couple of weeks as producers turn their attention to haying and things like that. Um, so it has been slowing down a little bit, and that's one of the reasons I appreciate you doing this update, um, just to keep this program front of mind. Remember, the application period ends on August 28th, and with the, the amount of the payments that are going out to individual operations, it would really hate to see somebody miss this opportunity. Yep, there's money on the table, and I certainly I, I don't want any farmers to miss out on that. Now, tell me, Sandy, from the time that a farmer applies for the money and then they see the payout, what's that timeline look like? We're seeing about a one-week turnaround, and we have to review the application once it's complete. Uh, has to be approved, and then the payment has to be processed. And um, so it takes usually two or three days from the time the, the payment's signed to when it hits the producer's bank account. So I would say uh, generally seven to ten days. Heck, I think that's pretty good. Seven to ten days? Okay. Uh, so if somebody still wants to sign up for CFAP, how can they do so? Well, probably the easiest thing to do if you have a, a good Internet connection is go to farmers.gov slash CFAP. And there's a, a payment calculator there um, where you enter the numbers on your production. It generates an application for you. You just print that and sign it and then email it or drop it off at your local FSA office. 
Um, if you're not tech savvy or don't want to mess with that, just give your FSA office a call. And in general, we're able to take the application over the phone when you call in. So it's not, uh, this program was designed to, to get assistance out quickly. Um, and we've, we've seen that uh, live up to its promise. So it's not a lengthy process. It's not super complicated. Just give your FSA office a call, and we'll get you taken care of. Yep, application deadline for CFAP, August 28th. And then speaking of deadlines, FSA has some flexibility right now with filing for acreage reports, right? Well, July 15th was the deadline to report plantings and acres. And if every farmer knows uh, that acreage report is key to being eligible for almost every FSA program there is. So um, our offices have been very, very busy over the last couple of weeks taking those reports. Um, but with the pandemic, um, and most of our offices are not open to face-to-face -to -face producer appointments yet, um, our, our leadership in Washington has given producers some flexibility in terms of an extra 30 days to get that acreage report in without having to file uh, late fees or do on-farm visits or anything like that. So you basically have it until August 14th to get your acreage report taken care of uh, without having to pay any late fees. They're giving you extra time, so certainly be wise with that. Sandy Chalmers of the state FSA office is on the line right now. Sandy, are you noticing that producers are taking advantage of any other sort of loans? Has there been an uptick of any sort? You know, we, we have seen a real uptick in interest for our farm storage facility loans, and primarily because of the interest rates. I mean, they're at historic lows for this program. Um, the terms are three-year to 12-year loans, and the interest rates on all of those terms are under 1%. So it's a pretty attractive time to, to apply for one of those loans. Um, and this is, this is a program that helps you build or improve on your on-farm storage facilities. Um, if you produce fruits and vegetables, grain, milk, hay, uh, maple sap, even propane, um, this, this program is something that you should take a look at. Sandy Chalmers with the FSA. Get a hold of your local office for information on all of these great programs. You can't benefit from them if you don't communicate with them. We're going to be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's half past five as we reach the midpoint of this morning's Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. And I have Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock over at Withy. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. Boy, speaking of hitting the hay, a lot more comfortable this morning than it has been the last couple of days, isn't it? That is for 
sure, sure. Humidity was kicked right in. Yep, and, you know, I guess that's what you expect in the dog days of summer, and we have to live with it. But here we are, another nice morning. And speaking of, hey, by the way, you had the uh, Taylor County Livestock Auction, the Fair Livestock Auction. That went well, I'm assuming. It went really super, super good. Everybody really kicked in. Businesses did great. Now we had a wonderful sale. Oh, that's good to hear always. Good to hear, helping those kids out. So tell us what's going on at the market this week, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott, and good morning, everyone. This uh, last week's uh, auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, last week, we saw over 2,300 head of livestock. Your high-choice and prime Holstein steers, 86 to 94. Low-choice and select, 75 to 85. Choice beef steers and heifers, 94 to $1.02. Uh, market cows steady. Most of the cows trading from 47 to 62. We sell them high-yielding cows uh, from 63 to 73. Market bulls, mostly 80 to $1.00. Three lower yielding and lightweight bulls, 79 and down. Organic market cows sold on Mondays, mostly from 70 to a dollar. Low yielding and lightweight, 69 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves continue to be on a good, steady to strong market, selling mostly from 75 to 145. Your beef calves, 125 to 295. Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 90. This week, uh, Wednesday, we got our dairy cattle auction. We got uh, 70 young parlor freestall cows going to be the top end of a 200 cow herd they're all two and three year olds recent fresh bred back uh here's another group of uh, 20 hand-picked fresh cows they're coming out of a herd of 125 uh they're all two three-year-olds uh on test uh ai sired mostly over 100 pounds parlor freestall uh nice run of springing heifers as well special feeder cattle auction bred beef cow auction coming up uh that's going to be august 4th machinery auction coming up august 7th uh, if you are looking to consign machinery, this will be the last week to do so. we got a hard deadline on that uh, to consign equipment of August 3rd. Questions, you can give us a call anytime at Premier, uh, 715-229-2500. You can check our website for a lot more detailed information. Uh, that will be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. You can also check our Premier Livestock Facebook page, and that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. Well, I tell you, that Wednesday sale, that it looks like there's some high-quality critters coming into that there, dairy sale. There is. There is. Good time to buy them, too. Yep. And, uh, again, as usual, you can also buy online if you can't make it into the sale barn. That's right. Boy, that was a big factor uh, on the sale for the kids there uh, this weekend. So. Oh, boy. What a CattleUSA.com, right? You betcha. And then the equipment sale will be EquipmentFacts.com. So. so there are ways to do things, ways to get around Sitting yep, in the barn. We're, we're all short on time. We know how that goes. So <laughs> That's it's a right. big time saver for everybody too. So you bet. And Rocky, this you know that weather over the weekend. I know you have uh, some family ties down in Missouri and get there every now and again. Kind of reminds me what you might have had in Missouri weather this weekend, didn't it? But it's funny you mention that because my brother came up for the weekend. He goes, "This is like Missouri weather." <laughs> <laughs> misery, misery. <laughs> Well, we'll talk with you in a couple days. Hey, have a great day. Thanks, Rocky. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. And speaking of that weather, boy, it was kind of sticky, but at 63 degrees the last I checked anyway. And I think we might have Kelly Slifko over here at Skywarn 13 to talk to us and tell us 
how nice it's going to become this week. Yeah, as you were talking about, the humidity was really high this weekend. We had the dew point temperatures well in the 70s. Some got up to 78, 79, especially down in the southwest. So that was just a really uh, oppressive high uh, humidity. We haven't seen that for several summers up here. Uh, it looks like, uh, though, that's gone. We've got a cold front that's now passing through the estate. Uh, behind it, we have this west and northwest wind, and that's bringing in some drier air. So it's going to be a very pleasant uh, last week of July here. It looks like all week long we're expecting dry conditions and really no threat for rain even going into next weekend. Uh, looking at uh, temperatures today to climb up uh, to uh, about 81 with a mostly sunny sky. That west and northwest wind will pick up at about 10 to 15, but low humidity. Clear, comfortable tonight as we dip down to 60. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 81. More sunshine Wednesday, 82. And once again, no rain this week. It looks like Thursday will be back up to about 80 with mostly sunny skies. Right now in Eau Claire with uh, clear sky, 63 degrees. I'm Sky113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Thank you, Kelly. Boy, that's nice to hear for this week. That's yeah. going to... Yeah, I'm going to sleep tonight. Yeah, this uh, this last week of July is feeling uh, much better than what we had over the weekend. Oh, good thing. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarren 13. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-6000. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 63 degrees at 24 minutes before 6. As we roll on with the morning farm chores, let's hear some more market reports. Let's go over to the Equity L. Equity Altoona Barn to hear from Mark Koger, and then we'll be hearing when you've got from to have Jerry an auction, You want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin too. Give them a call at seven one five two two three. Three six three four five Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now we'll hear from Mark Koger over at Equity Altoona with the latest from that barn, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald at Stratford. In the Fed Cattle Division, high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 88 to 92. We topped at 93.50. Choice Holstein steers, 80 to 88, with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 80 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Tuesday selling from 60 to 65. We topped at 67.50. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 60, with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 75 to 85. We did have a high-yielding red bull, bring 95. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves. Going 95 pounds and up here on Thursday, it's on from 75 to 140 dollars per head with the light and poor quality calves. Selling blow your fancy beef calves, selling from 75 to 240 dollars per head. For more information, you can give us a call here at the market at 715-835-3104 or go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. 
Thank you, Mark, and you have a great day, too. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at the Stratford Equity Market. And Jerry and I were just talking off air here that there was quite a lot of rain that fell over the weekend and that system that moved through uh, earlier in the weekend. And what would you say? Highway 64 was closed for a bit up up in uh, Lincoln County, eh? Well, Scott, yes, good morning. Uh, well, I think it's closed at the present time up in kind of in the Pine River area, so uh, in the uh, eastern portion of Lincoln County, so if folks are going up that way or today or whatever. But, uh, yeah, there was, uh, I mean, uh, around around here in this part of Marathon County, got about an inch and three-tenths, et cetera. But right. I'm sure there's uh, different rain amounts all the way from a half an inch all the way up up north. Some town got seven inches. Well, that's... Uh, you know that's not going to do any good. It's not going to, but no. a very good rain here at coming in a couple different, uh, you know, time to soak in. So very, right. very rewarding rain here around in this part of the world. So yeah, uh, and boy, the crops just look great. So it, maybe uh, folks will get some window because I know this guy's talking about third crop already. So uh, yep. wait and see how that uh, because we are just about to the end of July already. So yep. yeah, the summer is moving on, Scott. It is. Hey Jerry, a quick question for you. You being. Uh long-time resident here when you mention highway 64 that always makes me wonder different people have different ideas of where northern wisconsin start i mean there's some people in the countryside that say highway 21 to the south down by toma some people say it's highway 10 some highway 29 and some 64 and i go all the way to 70 or 77 but what's your break for the north north country when you say that's northern wisconsin well, I don't know. I kind of like to think uh, north of 29 or whatever, but, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> things are changing here. But uh, it's uh, it's funny that you should talk about Highway 21 because, you know, it's uh, we always talk about all the issues that we have in the state with the lower, uh, large urban areas. So <laughs> yep. at some point in time, you know, uh, you know, north of 21 is our is uh, where common sense prevails in South of 21. <laughs> you know, you've heard all those political you discussions. Bet. You bet. A new state. Anyway, so tell us what's going on at the market this week, Jerry. Probably should do that. Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford and full marketing week uh, this week. And we do get underway this morning right away at 9.30 a.m. And that will be we will be selling on Monday as per usual. Market cows, fat cattle, and bulls. And we do baby calves on Monday. They will start around that 11, 11.30 hour this morning. Tomorrow, Tuesday, here in Stratford, we have the hay auction. That does start at 10 o'clock. And market auction for market cattle tomorrow uh, will be after the hay auction around 11 o'clock. Wednesday, we do start at 10 o'clock with market auction. Also feature fat cattle on Wednesday, sheep, hog, and goats, and also uh, baby calves on Wednesday. And feeder cattle, as every Wednesday we have feeder sale here in Stratford. And that does start at noon on Wednesday the 29th of July, and our Thursday auction does start at 11 o'clock with market cattle and baby calves. So, again, a full marketing week here in Stratford, uh, and, again, uh, we do have uh, several uh, several listings of cattle for private treaty sale, dairy cattle, so check those out on our website at Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And our phone number here is 715-687-4101. So, again, uh, markets have been relatively steady the last couple of weeks, but uh, we'll wait and see what happens today. And we'll have a full report tomorrow morning on the updates or how the markets are shaping up here uh, today here in Stratford. But, again, we don't have to worry about heat index today, I don't believe, because it's what about high of around what, anywhere from what, 77, 80, 81. Yep, so that's... that's uh, that's pretty bearable, even for us old people. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it, isn't it? Well, but, you remember, 
My granddad walked around with his uh, long johns uh, under his uh, his uh, bib overalls pretty much year-round, it seems. so. Yeah, you know. and he probably lived a long, full life, too, so, you know, yep. whatever. Probably but, worked a lot more than me. So, anyway, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll catch up with you tomorrow, Jerry. God, you enjoy the day, and I thank you very much. Yeah, and right, we'll be here tomorrow morning. Thank you. you. Bet. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Celebrate saving thousands during summer sales event at Prestige Kia. With new incentives and over 100 new Kias in stock, there's never been a better time to get out of your old car and into a new Kia for thousands less. Plus, during the month of July, Prestige Kia will donate $100 to local veterans' charities for every new Kia and certified pre-owned vehicle sold. Owe more than your old car's worth? Prestige Kia wants it, even if you own thousands more than it's worth. Drive home a new 2020 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive SUV. Lease just $199 per month with $39.90 due at signing for 36 months. And you still get the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. There's never been a better time to buy a new Kia. So you owe it to yourselves to drive one before you buy anything else. Lower prices, exceptional trade-in values, and a better buying experience only at Prestige Kia. Home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit us online at spendlessgetmore.com. Stock number 11575K. 12,000 miles per year plus tax, title, license, and first month payment. Zero security deposit with approved credit sale and 73120. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes, 16 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We have Michelle on from Turin Livestock who probably liked this weekend's weather. I actually did. I, I did. Yeah, I, I figured so. Yeah. You've got to enjoy it while it's here because it's going to be gone before you know it. It's already the last week in July. Can you believe this? But uh, you, you know, there's one thing about the last week of July, especially in a normal year. This isn't a normal year, of course, but that last week in July, the football itch really kicks in for me. It always has. There's something I can smell in the grass and the air that it says it's time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you know, it's usually when you do hear like the whistles blowing in the local towns, you know, because the football camps are started, and that's right. So it's kind of a little bit, yeah. yeah it's I, a little I, bit I'm, of a donut. I'm with you. One of the greatest mm-hmm. shoe ads ever had to be click clack. What a great sound to hear this time of year. That yeah, no doubt. People walking out to practice anyway, but that's another story. Tell us about what's going on in the livestock world at your <laughs> world in, in your part of the countryside, Michelle. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of July 20th at Terrain Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market for the last week, we topped at 74. 83% of the cows sold from 49 and above. Market cows were 60 to 69, low yielding cows 50 to 59, thin in wheat cows 48 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice, 78 to 88. Selects were 76 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, choice 86 to 93. Selects were 85 and down. In the replacement calf market, in the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 78 to 90 with utilities at 74 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 75 to $145 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $35 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $105 per head. Beef calves, 80 to 
82.85 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 15 to 21 and a half. Boars were seven and a half and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all those that livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. I will have a great day because it's a comfortable day, and I like this kind of weather. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, it definitely took a change, that's for sure. Yep. All right. Thank you, Michelle, and we'll hear from you again tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. You too. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. Well, as Jerry mentioned, the crops are growing out there. Fields are looking pretty good, but we have had some weather, and uh, that brings us with some lodging issues, and that's included in alfalfa. Bob caught up with Dan Undersander, the state's forage specialist at UW-Madison, or special emeritus, that is, and talked with him about lodged alfalfa. Lots of hay has been put up this year, a lot of first crop, and most of second crop is all done now. As we talked to Dan Undersander this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dan, of course, our state forage specialist across Wisconsin. And, uh, Dan, for the most part, the stands have looked pretty good, but there have been some areas of the state that got a lot of wind and a lot of challenges, and maybe the hay was too high and it went down. How do you handle that stuff? Because you don't want to lose any of it. Well, that's right, Bob. Uh, and first off, there's no real good answer. It's a question of how to minimize the damage that was caused. Uh, we're looking at trying to get as much hay harvested off of there as possible. And we'd also like to try to leave as little residue as possible because that serves as a, a source of low-quality fiber in the next cutting, and it... Uh, as a source of inoculum for diseases for the next growth of the crop. So uh, we'd like to harvest as much as we can. And a little bit of uh, the problems, depending on exactly how severe the uh, lodging is, is it completely flat? Is it just leaning at a 40 or 45 degree angle? And then sometimes you'll get alfalfa that was laid down flat. And then if you waited a couple weeks, and we're harvesting some of this now, uh, it starts to go upright after the horizontal stem. And those require a little bit different uh, situations. If it is leaning, cutting against the direction of lean is by far the best method of getting a, a good, clean cut on the field. Some places that's very doable, some places not. It certainly is extra time and labor to cut a field in one direction. But there are some other things that can be done that we might think about. Uh, the first thing is if you have a disc mower, be sure that your knives are sharp. If you haven't uh, sharpened them recently or put new knives in, uh, sharp cutting edges will help you harvest that down forage. Uh, in addition, you might cut a little bit lower. We've generally recommended three inches, but uh, cutting lower will help pick up the down stuff, the uh, the main consideration is not to uh, damage the crowns of the alfalfa as you're harvesting it. If you lower your cutting height, uh, do make sure that your uh, flotation is set well on your mower so that you're not digging into the ground and, and harvesting it. 
Another option is a lot of the mowers now are coming with knives at a 7-degree angle. Knives at a 14-degree angle will pick up lodging better. And so it might be worthwhile if you have a lot of downed hay to consider replacing your knives at least temporarily with the uh, knives with the greater angle. Uh, they will, of course, pick up more soil uh, when the soil is dry, but uh, it's a trade-off between that soil and, and the downed forage that you have to think about. Additionally, there are things called lifters that you can put on uh, the disc that will help pick up that forage. I might mention uh, with the knife change, uh, something to think about for the future. Three companies at least have come out with quick detach uh, knives on their discs where you, instead of having to loosen bolts, you can go in and with a tool snap it up and snap the new one in. So you're talking about changing a knife in a few seconds instead of several minutes. Then it becomes feasible to change all of your knives within half an hour and that can be worthwhile to change back and forth as you have lodging versus not. The um, last thing is that uh, on certain types of lodging, particularly the leaning but not completely flat, uh, a real mower can be helpful. Uh, many of us don't have those anymore, but if there is one in the neighborhood, uh, that can be useful to pull in some of the forage. Similarly with uh, they're helpful with forage that is pretty horizontal and then has grown vertically because the reels will tend to pick up that forage. Again, anything uh, we do is a loss, but we are trying to minimize that loss, pick up as much as we can, and uh, these are some of the things that we can do to try to uh, maximize the harvesting of lodge forage. And hopefully we don't have a lot of it out there, but those are some of the options you do have with Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Thank you again, Bob and Dan. Hey, a look at some of the local news. And this is actually a farm-related local story. The limited edition Dunn County Fair wrapped up during the weekend, and the Eau Claire County Fair will run this week. But that's only open for youth exhibiting at the event. That fair will, however, include drive-through chicken dinner, a drive-through chicken dinner, 3 to 6 p.m. Saturday at the Eau Claire County Exposition Center, and a market animal sale at 5 p.m. Saturday. That market animal sale will be open to people bidding on animals, and bidder registration opens at 4 p.m. Get a hold of the Friends of the Fair people in Eau Claire County, the UW Extension Office, and ask about bidding on that. They also have a call-in bidding system that they're setting up. We'll be telling you more about that as the week progresses. Masks, Masks. Soon could be mandatory for everybody in Eau Claire's schools. The Eau Claire School District Board will vote this week on a proposed mask requirement. Superintendent Michael Johnson said he understands that masks are uncomfortable and not everybody can wear one, but he said mask requirements could help keep students and teachers safe. Students are back doing school two days a week in Eau Claire starting on September 1st. And the coronavirus isn't keeping the Wisconsin National Guard from its two weeks of training. Commanders on Friday said several Wisconsin National Guard units recently finished their two weeks of training in Fort McCoy. Other units will be finishing up soon. The annual training comes as hundreds of guardsmen across the state continue to help test for and track the coronavirus. 
Hello again, I'm Drew from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Farmers are constantly bombarded by different agronomy products, different practices, and different ideas. But not all ideas fit every farm situation. Precision Ag is a diagnostic and treatment approach that enables site-specific decisions, allowing us to understand every detail to optimize input use and reduce waste. At Northside, we use Precision Ag technologies to ensure you're getting the best return on investment. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes before six as we hit the milk house with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a final look at the markets on the Board of Trade for corn. December corn is at 336, up one. December oats at 275 is down one. November soybeans at $9 even. Yes, $9 are up one. Soybean meal for October is at $296.20 a ton. That's up $1.10. And December wheat is at $541, down 4 The country elevator prices, corn at Golden Plump in Arcadia is at $296. Corn at the Countryside Cooperative Elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo is $282. And beans at those locations are at $856. Stevens Point has soybeans at 838. Elk Mound has corn at 285 and beans at 862. Sparta corn is 284 and beans 858. And Ellsworth corn is 274 and beans 856. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville is at 302. Stanley has it 292 and New Richmond's quote is 285. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday. Steady at 245, 40-pound blocks down four and a half at 254, and grade AA butter up two and a quarter at 173. The Class Three milk futures, July is down one at 2441, August down 75 at 2175, September down 71 at 2015, and October down 35 at 1877. Hate paying too much for gas? Then you need Gas Buddy. Gas Buddy saves you up to 25 cents per gallon no matter where you fill up. Download the app or visit GasBuddy.com. Gas Buddy. Fuel better. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, a comfortable day as we clean up in the milk house with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. 63 degrees. That high humidity is leaving, which forecasters are predicting, as you heard Kelly Slifka earlier, say a comfortable final week of July. Temperatures might be slightly below average with no rain in the forecast for several days, at least until Thursday. Today, we're looking at a high of 81 with a low of 57. Tomorrow, a high of 81 with a low of 59. And Wednesday, a high of 82 with a low of 58. A very comfortable day for the summer, for this time of year, to get out there and get after those chores today. Please be careful doing whatever chores you're doing out there. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and the Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5.